From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. All right, all right, all right. It's Ask Dr. Jesse time. I still can't, I still can't get over the Today Show accidentally doing reporting and then basically apologizing. The piece, this is a quote, the piece should not have aired because it did not meet NBC News reporting standards and they deleted the video. <laughs> All right, I forget about it. Let's move on. That's Dr. Jesse time. Hello, Jesse and crew. Why would the Dems indict Trump when they know the Republicans could return the favor when back in power? Well, I, I think you know the answer to that question. Republic, oh, yeah, Republicans could return the favor, but they will not. Well, they haven't so far. I believe the Republicans are getting teeth. It's going to take some time. Historically, it has always gone this way. Democrats behave like rabid animals when they're not in power. When they finally take over, when they finally take power, they use power. Remember, it's just two totally different philosophies. And ours, it really sucks. Ours is a loser. Ours is always going to lose. When the communist's philosophy is, I will use power when I get it to gain more power, and to crush my enemies. That's what communists believe. That's how they believe. When the rights theory is, don't ever use power. Live and let live. I will take power and never use it. Well, that story only ends one way. I, I told you. You remember the day they raided Trump at Mar-a-Lago. You remember what I came on here and said that night? 
and it hasn't happened, but it should have happened. You know what I said? I said what the response to this should be is not just screaming about it, not whining about hypocrisy like we always do. The only appropriate response to that FBI raid on Trump is to get red DAs in red areas to send the cops legally after any Democrat congressman or senator that took part in it. There should have already been raids on Democrat congressmen. I don't like that. It makes me uncomfortable. Man, it makes me uncomfortable too. But what do you think the communist is? Why do you think he would ever back off? Of course they're going to indict Trump. They don't fear Republicans at all. I brought this up when it comes to the FBI. Now, the FBI has been catching heat for a long time because they've been despicable for a very long time. But in the wake of that Trump raid, when they sent 30 FBI agents into Trump's place at Mar-a-Lago, in the wake of that Trump raid, the FBI has never been less popular in the country. The outrage from the right over that raid was, it was amazing, right? The FBI, they heard all that too. They saw all that too, all the headlines, all the outrage. And the FBI didn't back down even a little. They turned around and started arresting pro-lifers for reading Bible verses a year ago. They haven't slowed down. They haven't stopped. They ramped it all up. And what does that show? They're not afraid at all. They know they're not stupid. They see the polls. They know we are going to have Republican control of the House, Republican control of the Senate, and they have not backed off even a little. If anything, they have ramped it up because they don't fear us. And I have said this before. I will say it again. You can be mad about the FBI. I can be mad about the FBI. And I'm mad at the FBI, right? I'm mad at the DOJ. That's who I'm mad at. Once Republicans take over the House and Senate, it'll be January 1st. They will be sworn in. They will own the House and Senate. From that point forward, any malfeasance at the FBI, I will turn into anger at the GOP. Because now it's officially your fault. I have said it before. If I go for a walk every day with my son and a nasty dog, a rabid dog comes out one day and bites my son, that's the dog's fault. That's the owner of the dog's fault. If I go out the next day after that and the next day after that and the next day after that and that dog keeps biting my son and I as a father never disincentivize that dog from biting my son, it's my fault. At first, it was your fault. Right now, it's the FBI's fault. It's the DOJ's fault. It's the administrative state's fault. If we go out like we're about to on Tuesday and give the Republican Party power again in this country, from that point forward, it's their fault. Why would they indict Trump when Republicans are going to take over? Republicans have given them no reason to fear them. None. None. That's just a fact. That will never change. Until they start fearing us, it will never change. The communist is a religious zealot. A religious zealot. If you think about him like a leftist or a liberal, or the, then you will never understand it. He is religious. He believes in his destruction all the way. He believes he is good. He believes you are evil. And he, is, he believes it's a matter of life and death that he bring his religion to everyone. Now, historically, how do religious zealots conduct themselves? 
We talk about, uh, you know, we were talking about the Israel trip and how we're going to Masada. Remember, the story of Masada is there was a radical wing of Jewish, uh, of Jews under Roman occupation. There was a radical wing of religious zealots. And they were the ones that ended up getting cornered on that mountaintop fortress. But before that, they would regularly kill Romans. They would regularly kill Jews. If you weren't radical enough, you wouldn't support them. They'd slip a dagger in your ribs at night. They were just, they were, they were religious zealots. Religious zealots will kill. Religious zealots will die. They all died on Masada. Every one of them. They all died. Chris brought up 9-11. Great. That's another great example. Islamic jihadists. Religious zealots. What in the world... What would possess somebody? I remember this one. This was out of the UK. What in the world would possess somebody to strap a nail bomb to themselves and then go to a children's... I believe it was a children's movie. It might have been a children's concert. Anyway, it was a place where a bunch of children were and wait till the children come out and set it off. How could, how could any human being do such a thing? Right? That's beyond humanity. It's religious zealots. You're dealing with religious zealots. Now, let's talk about that guy, nail bomb guy. How do I convince him not to do that? Can we talk that out? Should I, uh, should I appeal to his humanity? Is that what I have to do? That guy only understands fear and pain. It's the truth. Fear and pain is all he understands. Until the communists in this country understand that the GOP will legally use aggressive measures back against him, he has no incentive to stop. What, what is the incentive to stop? Why, why, why would they indict Trump when, when, when we're about to take over? <sighs> what are we going to do, hold hearings? I mean, look, remember, some things are foregone conclusions. Republicans are going to hold hearings. Jim Jordan is going to be the head of the Judiciary Committee when, he, when the Republicans take over the House. He is already sending letters. He's put the DOJ on notice, the FBI on notice. They are going to be dragged into the House for hearing after hearing after hearing after hearing. We know that for a fact. What else do we know for a fact? Here's what we know. The FBI will do what they have done all the time, what they do every single time they go into these hearings. I'm sorry, I can't comment on, on an ongoing investigation. Sorry, I can't comment on an ongoing investigation. Sorry, I can't comment on an ongoing investigation. Those things are foregone conclusions. We will hold the House. We will have hearings. The FBI will stonewall and not say anything. The only question that matters, the only question that matters is what are you going to do about it? When we get to that point, and we will, just Chris may, might want to make sure you write this one down because we will. When we get to that point, what are you going to do as a Republican Party? Do you have the courage to zero out FBI funding, close the building down? That's really the only question that matters. Do you have the courage to do so as a GOP? If the answer to that question is no, if it's going to be more of, well, the great men and women at the FBI then the hearings don't matter. And the communists understand that. They're fully aware that the steps the Republican Party needs to take to put a check on them are very likely steps the Republican Party will not take, at least the old Republican Party. We are getting great people. There are great people getting elected on Tuesday. Are there going to be a lot of turds in there? Of course there will be a lot of turds in there. Do we still have a lot of turds left that we still have to purge from the GOP? Of course we do. But we are getting better. Remember, the GOP, a political party, it does change over time. It just takes longer than you want. 
You know what needs to be done now. I know what needs to be done now. We want it done now. But we have such a crop of weenies, we have to slowly crowd out. All right? All right. Someone has a question about the coming economic problems and medicines. And, and it's a very good question. And we're going to have a very frank talk about this. And the right-wing dictator stuff. And uh, if I had another son, what would I name him? All kinds of Ask Dr. Jesse questions. First, let's talk about Hero Gun. Hero Gun is a non-lethal gun. I, You know I carry a weapon everywhere, right? I carry a Glock 19 everywhere. I always have one on me. I also always have a Hero Gun. Why? I love having a non-lethal option. If I go out to my midlife crisis car when I get done with the show tonight and there's a homeless guy drugged out of his mind leaning on my door, maybe makes some aggressive statements at me, but doesn't have a weapon of any kind, I don't want to kill that guy. I'll pop him in the chest with a hero gun and he'll be a hurting individual while I scoot him out of the way and get in my car, but I don't want to kill that guy. I like having a non-lethal option. It doesn't require a concealed carry permit. It will stop a bad man in his tracks. Get one for the person you love. Go to Hero2020.com. Code Jesse gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com. Code Jesse. State restrictions may apply. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Don't forget, we're live. You can email us during the show. That's fine. Anything you want, your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions, email them to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Chris, do we have any kind of an update on John Fetterman and how he's doing? I believe we do, right? Hey, let's do a quick check-in on the Pennsylvania Senate race. And I'm sitting within a chair with you right now to have this conversation to really just address uh, the fact that I'm absolutely set to, to serve. Sounds good. <laughs> Gosh, Jesse, my husband is suffering uh, or receives life-sustaining treatment several times a week at one of our major hospitals in the country. We received notification that he would not have treatments the rest of this week and possibly no treatments next week as they could not obtain the supplies to complete the treatments. He is not the only patient affected by this. Is this the tip of the iceberg, Jesse? Will we start rationing health care? Will we watch our loved ones suffer and eventually die as we do not have the supplies to help them? What do your contacts and listeners in the medical community see happening? Well, I, ha- I have some good news and I have some really, really bad news. It just it depends on how you want me to put this. Um, I guess I just give it to you between the eyes. We are facing the financial problems, disaster that's coming. It is going to be global, all right? So it really is. It's going to be global. Remember, we talk about the Great Depression, and we think about it in the context of us. And that's understandable. It's not that we're bad. You, just, you think about it, how it affected you. Well, the Great Depression was worldwide. Right? Europe was destroyed by it. Uh, we are going to have very... Tough economic times here, but on the good front, I'll give you the good news first. Because we have such a dynamic economy and so many natural resources and so much, just such a big economy, that we will be able to weather that storm better than other countries do. 
Are we going to be the best on the planet? No, but we're just going to be able to weather that storm better than other countries do. Uh, let me think about it. Let's let's do this. Let's say you're super rich. All right. Let's say you have. Uh, let's say you make ten million dollars a year, and then let's say I make fifty thousand dollars a year. So I'm doing okay, but you're super rich. All right. Now let's say inflation comes and the value of the dollar gets cut in half. It's getting cut in half. Okay, you might have to make some adjustments to your lifestyle, but you're fine. You're still going to eat a steak whenever you want. You're going to be fine. I go from 50000 to 25000 I I need help now. I have to take a second job. I have, I, I, I'm not going to eat as well. I'm, I don't have a cell phone anymore because I'm cutting bills. Think about that country-wise. Our economy is so big. That there will be adjustments here. There's no question about it. There will be pain. There will be adjustments. And I'll get to that in a second. But we will be able to weather that better than most of the other countries on the planet. That's part of the beauty of being number one. Now, that's the good news. Here is the bad news. And I don't mean to give it to you right between the eyes because that kind of situation I know is common out there. Hey, I have to have these treatments. My husband has to have these treatments. My wife, my daughter has to have these treatments. Are some of these treatments going to go away completely? Maybe. But they're going to become fewer and far between. I know that's really, really hard. But that is, look, you cannot, the way supply chains work, the way supply chains work, I've used this before, but like a little sandwich shop. Kelly's Sandwiches. Kelly's Burgers. My burgers, right? Kelly's Burgers. Okay. My burger shop. I run a burger shop. I sell my world-famous Jesse Kelly cheeseburgers. I have suppliers. I have someone who has to bring me the burger. I have someone who has to bring me the Chipotle Tabasco sauce. I have somebody who has to bring me the garlic powder. Someone has to bring me American cheese. Someone has to bring me buns. And I have suppliers that, that I need more than just food. I need uh, toilet paper for the bathroom, right? I need, uh, I need stuff for the cash register. I need, I need supplies, I have a regular schedule on those supplies. Every Friday, the meat comes in. Every other Tuesday, we get a shipment in of American cheese, and that's just how it just a, that's how Kelly's Burgers works. Now, if at any point in time you look at me and you say, "Stop, pause," if even a month, that is going to cause huge problems for me because not only did I pause, now the cheese place paused and the meat place paused and the Chipotle Tabasco place paused. Only maybe they could open up. But since I'm not buying, they have to go buy from someone else. Maybe now that's not available to me. Maybe I can't get it in time. Maybe prices have increased. Now, this is just one sandwich shop. We did that to a $20 trillion economy. Two zero. We did that to a $20 trillion economy, and it was done globally. Remember, so forget about just us. It was done globally. You can't have that. You can't do that without drastic consequences. There, there are just going to be, we are going to have adjustments now. We are going to live in a certain way going forward here in the coming years differently than we did before. Things that we're used to just always being there. It's always on the shelf. It's always there. It's always available. It's always there. It's not always going to be there. And it gets super sad when you talk about things like life-saving medical treatments. But that is the truth. There are going to be surgeries that have to be postponed because this particular thing that they needed, they couldn't get it in and it wasn't available. People are going to die. It will cost lives. It will. Uh, And that's sad. But that is what happens 
when you stop your economy for a virus. It just, it just is. That's what happens. All right. That was ugly. That was ugly. You know what's beautiful? Hitting what you aim at. There is there's a, gr- it's a really special feeling when you go to the range after you've been practicing and all of a sudden you're driving tax out there and you think to yourself, man, I'm getting good. You understand how good you can get with your weapon, with Mantis X, and you get that good in the comfort of your home. I mean, you want to talk about economic problems. Ammo is going to be harder and harder to find. It's already expensive and hard to find sometimes. That's going to get worse. With Mantis X, you dry fire practice in the comfort of your home. Dry fire practice in the comfort of your home. That's freaking awesome. Why do you think the Green Berets use it? Think they know what they're doing? Go to MantisX.com and get one for yourself today. They will put you through drills. They will give you feedback. You will get good. MantisX.com. MantisX.com. Give me 10 minutes with it this weekend. I'll give you 10 minutes, all right? All right. Now, the dictator that I say is coming. Is he coming soon? Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on oh, an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. And I've got to tell you, sometimes sometimes I forget to count my blessings. And I think there's a blessing out there that maybe you don't count enough and I don't count enough. The blessing of Joe Biden. I mean, yes, he's been an unmitigated disaster for the country. And I'd rather have Trump back in office and, and all those things. Yes, all, all that stuff is true. But do you understand how wonderful it is to have this human being out here campaigning on things like this right before the midterm election? So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line that transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. Americans right now are watching their power bills go through the roof. I know I, my power bill has gone through the roof. I find myself turning into my father and yelling at the kids more to turn lights off. Our power bill is going through the roof. Everyone's, everyone's power bills are going up, and the president of the United States of America is giving speeches about how much more of our energy he's going to destroy. Man, we are so lucky to have this guy. <laughs> Almighty Oracle, you say there will be a right-wing dictator in the future. You say that the system dis- that's uh, it's the system disruptor that will come. I feel like he's coming sooner than later due to how fast the left has pushed their agenda through. I think it may come as soon as the 2024 election. Biden will push through as many executive orders as he can in the next two years, and it will divide the country even more and tank our economy. People will be looking for a savior. What say you? I don't think you're crazy, but we're not. I don't think we're at the right wing dictator phase. Remember, you're a hardcore. I'm a hardcore. We pay way more attention, and we're angrier than normal people because we pay attention. Well, we're right. I'm not insulting us. We're the right ones. But because we pay more attention, your anger is further down the line than normal Americans. Now, normal Americans are starting to get angry, too. They're starting to wake up, too. But that's going to take time. Yes, it's going to, from this point forward, all of our candidates that we choose on the right, they will get meaner as we go along, smarter and meaner. That's because we will seek that out. We will, because as we get angrier, 
what we want is our politicians to match our anger. It's a huge part of why Trump got elected in 2016. It's it's a gigantic part of it. All the other Republican candidates, well, we just need a we need to get along. Trump comes down the escalator. Uh, we need to stop the freaking illegals from coming into the country. And the media is the enemy of the people. Well, that's how you felt it. So everyone stood up. Yeah, screw them. If anything is going to hurt Trump going into 2024, if there is the primary that I think there's going to be, it will be because Trump isn't mean enough. If anything's going to hurt him, that's what will hurt him. Isn't that wild to think about? Because they'll only get smarter and meaner as we go along. When I get emails from people, most of the time it's Trump fans, or at least they voted for Trump. When I get emails from people that are critical of Trump, Trump, it's never, it's never that Trump is a meanie. Oh, I don't like him when he says this. I didn't like that he insulted this person. It's always something along the lines of, why did he hire this idiot? What's he did? It's always, I want someone harder, right? That's what we're going to have going forward. Good morning, Sir Jesse. It's not morning for me, but I like that you woke up and sent this first thing. <laughs> Good morning, Sir Jesse. If you were to have another boy, what would you name him? Probably Jesse. That was a mistake on my... What, Chris? What? If you were to propose again, how would you do it? I liked how I did it the first time. Should the police, at least in red states, target and mobilize on election night to prevent another unwanted harvest? Of course they should. Your red state AG should be turning your state police force, almost every state has a state police force, your state police force should already, most of the time this is not happening, but should it should already be having its mandate changed to pay special attention to elections and to put a check on the FBI. Right now, state and local polices across the country, they oftentimes work hand-in-hand hand with the FBI. Now that the FBI is a completely partisan political agency, your state police should be being reordered right now to stand up for you. They should be becoming a wall between you and the FBI. It is one of our, it's one of our real problems in this country. One of our major problems. Dear baby driver Jesse, you claim to have seen heat many times, yet you think you want to be the driver. Don't you remember what happened to the black dude they had driving the town car? He barely got a block away the bank before he was holier than the Pope. Look, I don't want to insult that man, all right? But I would have been driving so much faster. I would have been, what, Chris? Look, people don't understand just because I'm the menu whisperer and I'm a top five napper on the planet and I'm a front man for a band. I don't think people truly understand what an incredible driver I am. I just have these natural instincts. I just I, I, I'm basically I want you to think of me like a, like a NASCAR driver who does radio. What, Chris? That's, that's all I would think. I would I would have made it so much further away. The cops would never have gotten me. Dear exalted one, Dr. Jesse, if you were elected president or dictator-in-chief, which federal departments would you uh, cut or eliminate their budget? <clears throat> okay. One, I don't want to be commander-in-chief. The president's powers are far too limited. I, I, I need to be dictator and I'm not saying dictator for life, right? I, at some point in time, I would give back power, maybe. But I, w I want to be a dictator in order to set some things right in this country. You asked me which federal departments I would cut. It would probably be easier to tell you which federal departments I would keep. Because I would cut all of them. And I, I don't mean like a cut. 
complete elimination, cutting whole tumors out. If I was elected or if I was appointed dictator, you wouldn't have an FBI the next day. You probably wouldn't have a CIA. That's how far I would go. You wouldn't have an EPA. You wouldn't have a Department of Education. You would not, no longer have an IRS. And you have to understand how spiteful I would be with the elimination of these agencies. It's not just that I would fire every employee. I would find all the criminals out there and I would have them arrested. Do you know the guy who brought the Hunter Biden laptop forward, the computer repair shop guy? Do you know the IRS has been after him? I would find everyone responsible for things like that and I would throw them in prison. Every, those people would go to prison. Everyone else would be fired. And then I would not only demo the buildings to the ground, raise the buildings to the ground, I would actually do it publicly. As dictator, I would force every news agency to cover it. And we would have, we'd basically do one a day where I would have these controlled professional demolitions of things like the Hoover building. After I fired every single FBI employee, I would publicly demo the building to the ground so people understand just how serious I am about cleaning out the corruption in this federal government. I don't think I can think of one I would, one I would keep. I would keep the State Department. Don't get me wrong, I would fire every employee, but you have to have a State Department in order to do international diplomacy. The State Department, I believe there's actually a mandate for it even in the Constitution. You need to have some sort of international uh, diplomacy. You, you'd really probably, don't, you'd be horrified by the acts I would take to the military. Every single officer above the rank of 06, everyone would be fired day one. Every single one of them. Every employee, period, at every one of our military academies, they would all be fired. I would fire the janitors. I, I would. Every single person would be gone. I, what I would do would horrify people. I would. I would fire them all. That's how deep I believe the rot is, and that's what you have to do to save the country. That's why I don't want to be president. I want to be dictator. See that? All right. More of the, I talked a little bit last night about the anti-white racism. Someone has a revealing thing. Should we be worried about Saudi Arabia right now? Why do union guys vote Democrat? Do I accept homemade goodies for the show? All that and so much more still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. But first, I want you to go buy some good towels because your towels aren't as good as my pillow's towels. And I'm not insulting your towels. I'm not. But my pillow's six-piece towel set. It's one of the most famous things. It's one of their most famous things. You don't think about that, right? They have two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. It's a six-piece towel set. Normally sells for $89.98. Right now, $39.98 with the promo code JESSE. Excellent gift. You never think about giving towels as a gift. But remember, Christmas is coming right around the corner. My pillow's running specials still on Giza Dream Sheets and their towels. Now's the time to buy Christmas gifts. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Enter the promo code JESSE. MyPillow.com. Promo code JESSE. Towels, sheets. Shop for Christmas now. Or you can call 800-845-0544. Hang on. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Get this one. 
Hi, Jesse. I just received this email from a company I do business with, and it has made me sick to my stomach. I can't believe I am a victim of racism. Please, if you read this on the air, do not use the name or use my name or the company's name. But you are 100% right. It's happening, and it's happening now. And this is the email. Hello. My name is, I'm not going to say it with, and I'm not going to say the name of the bank. Our bank, whatever, is currently conducting a diversity self-assessment of our current vendors to gauge current t- current status and progress towards our goal. You are receiving this message because we are currently engaging your services or have within the last two years. Please respond by providing your company's diversity status. And then they put in parentheses, woman-owned, minority-owned, small business, etc. And if you have any certifications to that effect. If you self-assess do not and do not currently have certifications... That is permissible. Please note that in order for a vendor to be classified as diverse, at least 51% of the business must be owned and operated by a minority, woman, veteran, LGBTQIA+, or an individual with a disability. That's, big, that's bigotry. That's systemic racism. You want to talk about systemic racism? It's not systemic racism when one person has a bad opinion about black people or Asian people or white people. That's not systemic racism. That's just good old-fashioned racism. Systemic racism is when your cultural institutions participate in it. I told you this story before. Uh, my buddy down here, one of my buddies down here, he owns his own uh, little construction business. He regularly bids work uh, for the city of Houston. He gets, because he's a minority, he gets a 2% cushion when he goes to bid a job. A 2% cushion. Remember, when when Houston needs 10 miles of water line put in, most of the time that gets put out for a public bid. This works the same way in your ear. They have a public bid. Hey, every, every contractor who's qualified, come turn in your bid. And low bidder normally wins. It's supposed to save the taxpayer money. Not in this case. In this case, he can actually be 2% higher than the next white guy, and he still gets the job. Now, that's systemic racism. That is ingrained systemic racism. It's also a blatant violation of the law. You're not allowed to do that, and yet that has been institutionalized across the United States of America. It's really ugly, man. It's really friggin' ugly. But it happens across this country. Now... Let's address one more thing here because somebody asked me uh, a prepper question, which I'll get to in a little bit. Prepper questions. I always love those. What's in my go bag and stuff like that. And I'll get to that. Uh, Part of preparation for me, part of preparation for me is food and water. Uh, I don't talk to you enough about water. We don't think about water. Or if we think about it, this is what we do if we're making preparations for supply chain problems. We'll go get a case of water, a case of bottled water. That's gone in a matter of days. Part of your preparation needs to be how can you get clean water for your family to consume if it's no longer coming out of the faucet? Remember, and I'm not telling you that's coming tomorrow, but we've, we've had a freeze down here in, in Houston. We couldn't get clean water out of the faucet. All of a sudden, there's no more clean water. Do you have a way to get clean water? Find a way. Whatever that is, tablets, those great straws you can buy now that clean out water, get those. 
also food. We always talk about ammunition because ammunition is so sexy, right? What are, you, what are you doing for the apocalypse? Everyone said, well, I got a bunch of ammo. Don't get me wrong. I have a bunch of ammo, too. I want you to buy ammo. Man, it really doesn't matter how much ammo you have if you're starving to death. You know, my Patriot supply is still, and I don't know how long this is going to last because of inflation and everything else, they're still selling their three-month food kits for $250 off. That price hasn't been that low in three years. In three years, it hasn't been that low. Almost four years now. I don't know how long that holds. Everyone in your home needs a three-month food kit. Every single person. I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you, well, just get one and spread it around. Everyone in your house needs to be able to eat 2,000 calories a day for three months. Is that your position right now? Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. $250 off. MyPatriotSupply.com. It doesn't matter how much ammo you have. Doesn't matter about your night vision goggles and your great rigs and your knives and your guns and all those things. Those are all nice and fine. Go ahead and get all those things. None of those things mean a thing if you can't eat. None of it. That old Napoleon line, an army runs on its stomach. You're useless if you're starving. MyPatriotSupply.com. Which brings me to this. Dear Jesse, do you accept homemade goodies from fans of the show? Worst case, you can have Chris and Michael try it and see how they do before you take a bite. I mean, isn't that what kings do with the minions? Listen, thank you. And says I can say his name. His name is Drew. Okay. You know I'm new, right? I'm new to radio. Doing it a little over four years. I'll be honest with you. We obviously get stuff from the fans all the time. Uh, we get I mean, shoot, and sometimes it's food, and sometimes it's homemade food. Hey, here's a pie. Here's a this. Here's a that. Here's a this. I just never thought of it because I'm such a food freak. We never thought of it. We would get everything and dig in. It was in me. Oh, nice. Someone sent a pie. Get the plates. Let's dig in. I remember telling, uh, I remember the day the radio suits found out about this. The suits came into town checking out our new digs and they went into the kitchen and we had multiple items that had been sent in from listeners, multiple items. And they were mortified. They're, they're like, Wait, you eat the things people send in? And me and Chris are looking at him like, well, yeah, it's a pie. What do you mean we eat the thing? And they said, no, 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 no. You don't understand how easy it would be for people to poison you and how many people hate your freaking guts. Uh, so I now am not allowed. We don't even open it. We don't even open boxes that come from fans. We don't even open them. We can't, it's, we're not allowed that they basically said, you can't do this anymore for basic safety reasons. For safety reasons, we're not allowed to do it. Thank you for the stuff you want to send. Uh, it does mean the world to us. That's really, really cool, but we're not allowed to even open it. In fact, most of it, because it always gets filtered before it gets here. Most of it, we never even see it. If you've sent me something through the mail, the chances I've seen it are, they're basically zero. They, they, they are, and I know that sucks. You know how much you know how much I love to read the emails because I love to hear from you. It helps keep me more grounded and more in tune with what's going on. You can't send me mail, and I know, especially older listeners, that's going to be normal. And I like mail, right? I, I like it's more it's more intimate, it's more purposeful. I can't take your mail anymore. It looks not your fault. Communists are a bunch of murdering savages. We get death threats all the time. I just, I'm not allowed to do it. Okay. What did the founding fathers get wrong? Someone wants to talk about that. All the Saudi Arabia stuff. 
Union workers. Why are they so Democrat? How'd that come about? Hang on. I can hear them say. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.